Hi everyone and welcome to the Color Talk series podcast. My name is Zhuang Wen, a current undergrad at Harvard where I am studying psychology and educational study and I will be your host for this series. The goal of this podcast is to share helpful college admission strategies, anything from building college lists, writing personal statements, to preparing for your college interview, and many, many more. And now with that, let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Color Talk Series podcast and today we finally make it. This is episode 10, the last episode of this season. So just want to extend my sincere thanks to all of you wonderful viewers, all listeners, audience and supporter of our podcast that you have come this far uh, and we are just really glad to um, be able to like share all these advice and tips with everyone uh, for this color admission process, really stressful process. And so to end really strong, we want to make this last episode for the season very special. So we actually invited a very, very, very special guest to our episode today uh, and our main focus, as you probably already saw from the title of today's episode, will be for students who are thinking of applying to a uh, lots of school, let's say 37 plus school, uh, university and colleges um, in the U.S. Now, without further ado, I will introduce you to the amazing guest today that will be joining us, Tung Ho. Hi, everyone. My name is Tung. I'm a first year at Harvard University. And Chung is actually my mentor. He helped me so much throughout this entire process. And yeah, he definitely helped me achieve the 37 school applications that I did last year. So Thank you so much for the shout out, Em. <laughs> well, I'm a first gen low income student. I immigrated from Vietnam to the U.S. back in 2016. Uh, and yeah, last year when I applied to college, I decided to apply to 37 schools and these include a mix of like safety school which are my state school uh matches school and a lot of reach school through Questbridge and like other selective universities and i did this through using three applications the Questbridge application the common app and also school specific application if you want to apply to a lot of schools and you feel very restricted by the limit of only 20 schools from the common app, check out Questbridge and also if the school has a, like specific applications because it's going to help you out. Yeah. And also, I just want to say that uh, to actually beat my record, I thought I was the one who applied to the most school or anyone I know. So during my year, well, two years ago, it sounds so far ago, um, I applied to 23 schools and I thought that was a lot. But then until Tung showed me like, what's up, <laughs> this 37 school. And also just want to say Tung is my greatest mentee. I am so grateful and so happy and lucky to be able to work with you. And now like we are like closest friends and I'll go to Harvard together. So that's just really exciting. Yes, let's go Harvard. Okay, so now um, back to the topic. So you apply to 37 schools, so that is a lot of school. Um, but what like what kind of reason behind why you want to apply to so many schools? Um, can you talk to us about that a little bit more? Uh, yes, definitely. So uh, financial aid is my number one reason. Uh, like I said, I'm low income. And like when I take into account my family's like yearly income it's only like half of what i would need to pay to go to college which makes no sense because we obviously cannot afford it mm -hmm. and so um 
it in applying to like so many schools, especially with a lot of them being like super selective, my goal is to make sure that I get into a school that will meet 100% of demonstrated need for me so that my family would not have to pay a lot or even anything at all. Then the next reason is because of imposter syndrome. I was terrified that I wouldn't get in anywhere at all. And so I reasoned to myself, why not shoot my shot? If I apply to 37 school, there's bound to be one that will give me like, yep. good financial aid and accept me. Relatable, Em. I was so scared too. Like, what if no one take me? Um, just a lot of anxiety about that. And self-doubt too is really strong. Also, I, I know that I'll be happy wherever I go. Um, if you listen to Chung's podcast about flying program, you would know that like those programs are like the greatest thing ever. And I did a lot of them the first semester of my senior year. I, I missed school a lot to go like visit college. And one thing I found out is that I'm actually happy at whatever school that I visited. I actually enjoy the community. And that ranges from like the urban environment in New York City from Bonner College to the super rural Massachusetts of Williams College. So I know location was not a deal breaker for me. And so I then that kind of motivated me to apply to a range of different school. And uh, last but not least is the ability to choose. I am positively terrified of being locked down. That's kind of one of the reasons why uh, when I was applying for the Questbridge match, I was low-key hoping I wouldn't match. Just because I didn't want to be locked in into a school and I wanted to have like a choice. And so um, in applying to like 37 school, I know that hopefully I would have a lot of choices like for a lot or a lot of options on where I go to college next year. And thankfully I did. <laughs> yes, of course you did because <laughs> you are amazing. And uh, also another like me to me lesson. If everyone listened to like any other episode, you probably already know this uh, is that the term that we use like an is for like an older brother or am is for like a younger brother or younger sister uh, just to show respect within the Vietnamese culture. So again, me to me lesson for everyone. Um, so you might hear me and uh, Tung like refer to each other at an and am like that uh, throughout the episode. So that is just there to clarify so you won't be like wait is that english or what what happening but yeah okay and also the um, quadrant match so you did rank colleges right uh yes uh i think i ranked so originally i ranked 11 schools like i said uh i i was very scared of being locked into a school that i didn't want and so uh, i kicked three schools out uh, mm -hmm. afterward when i have the ability to like revise my list um, but the eight schools that I ended up r ranking is uh, Yale, Stanford, MIT, Columbia, Brown, Vanderbilt. So all of the four non-binding back in the day was on there. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't matched. But then um, afterward, I had the ability to choose whether or not to apply early decision. I had the ability to choose whether or not to apply early decision to Northwestern or Columbia. But like I said, I didn't want to be locked in. And so I decided to apply regular decision instead. Well, what I forgot was that uh, for MIT, if you apply to them through the match, 
uh, and you didn't match, they would automatically roll you over to the early action application pool. And so, um, yeah, I got into early action and it was very funny because Anchung, he and other QuestBridge uh, Harvard students were hosting a, a live stream on Facebook that day. And I remember texting Anchung, telling him the news and then saw his reaction to my news on video. And it's just funny because I didn't manage to capture my reaction, but then like I saw his reaction online, <laughs> just going for yeah, yep. Oh my god, yeah, that was one of the best day ever. <laughs> um, to know that you got into MIT um EA early actions, which means you didn't got locked down yet. So now, um, just talking about like who should apply to this many school. Um, who do you think like um should consider like applying to a lot of colleges and universities? Ah. <sighs> Yeah, I think definitely people who want to explore their financial options. If money is a like a huge deal with you, then definitely consider it. If you only apply to a few selection of school, um, the risk of not getting like the full financial aid necessary to attend those university, I think, is much higher. And so, uh, definitely like explore your option, apply, and like cast a wide nest if you are in need of uh, financial aid. Also only apply to a variety of school or like a lot of schools like this. If you don't already have a picture of what you want your college experience to be like. Um, I have friends who also apply to a lot of schools, but then later on the school that they got into are actually not the type of school that they want to go to. And so it's just very tricky. So yeah, only apply to a lot if you are still exploring or if you know that you'll be happy wherever you go. Only apply to a lot of schools if you can do it, like quality over quantity anyway. Um, I did most of my application over winter break, so I didn't have to worry about uh, schoolwork or any of those sort of things. If you can, utilize winter break because it would be a very good time to work on your application and, and since your single-minded target during that time can only just solely for college application you reduce a lot of stress for yourself yep definitely i would emphasize all of that and now that like kind of mentioned back earlier for question i just want to also like emphasize and show that up you probably already realized this but um like not getting the match or not getting question is not the end of the world and um it just basically means that like you would get full scholarship for the four year but however if you are low-income virtual college students no matter what top tier score you got into with very general financial aid you will still have like the full ride so like not getting the question scholarship is not the end of the world and you can still do all uh, like rds or like apply eas to like school like mit um so that's not yeah not the end of the world if, if anything it's just to like, open more door for you to be able to apply to more school having more choices not being locked down to anything uh getting more options later so that is should how you should like look at it uh, in that sense and also like for low-income students you guys will have like fee waiver right so that means you don't have to pay 80 dollars or like a lot of money for college application which is like the big reason why why not applying to a lot of school or why not apply to school that you want to apply to uh since you have that like kind of privilege so just uh you Use that resources and take the opportunities to like um, reach for the sky and at least when you fall down you have the cloud to catch you I guess um, but yeah um, 
Okay, definitely. Those are really good advice for those who like, should consider. Um, but now let's talk more about like, the pros and cons. So let's start first with pros. So I think you already kind of mentioned this earlier, but just to emphasize some more, like what kind of like benefit uh, do you have uh, generally for like applying to so many schools, uh, different variety of school? Yes. Well, first, I just want to say, like, An Chung did an amazing job, like, with the advice earlier. See, this is why I was so happy when I got him as a mentor. But, but okay, back to the question of uh, the pro of, of applying to so many schools. Um, you get to really explore. And um, like I said, um, all of these schools are so different from each other. Like, what it could be, like, physical, geographical, like, environment maybe it's the student body or like their ideals and so when you apply to so many like this it kind of like you are really like learning more about yourself too like what you want or, or like the type of people that you want to be surrounded in college and um choices also it's it's a very good feeling to know that you have a lot of choices that you can like choose from, especially because college, when it comes to college, like we do want to like not make it to be the biggest decision in your life. However, I would say at 18 years of age, it was the single biggest decision that I had to make on my own. And so knowing that there are so many options for me to choose from kind of like lessen the stress because I feel like these are like very good options that I'm choosing from and that I have the best advantage when it comes to this and not just like me choosing between two or three schools that I only a little bit in love with and not like totally in love with. Oh, yeah. I think about me, I would compare the college application a lot with dating. Oh. <laughs> it just makes the most sense to me. Yeah, actually, now that you bring that up, it's remind me of that was one episode for the college talk series where I compare, um, I think, interview or like writing supplements as like you're trying to get a date from like Instagram where you try to like talk about good thing about them and trying to find out how you guys are the best match for one another. It's not just one way around. So I guess we both kind of have that in common. Look at like dating. Um, so yeah, that would be nice. And also I just want to um, add on to what Tune said um, with like some of the pros that I guess when you look back, you won't like kind of regret like, oh, what you won't wondering like, wait, what if I apply? Would I get in? Uh, what if I didn't apply or something like that? So like for me, I actually never imagined myself again like, to school like Harvard or like any of the top tier schools. I'm just like an average student. English is not my first language and like SAT score are horrible. Um, but however, like I'm glad I took that like chance like that was there for me. I think Tung also can relate to this. Uh, we just took um, what was there available to us and make the best out of the opportunity so that we won't have to regret later. Because um, like now, if I didn't apply, if I didn't take that opportunity, then I would never know that I would have be able to like accept it to Harvard or uh, some other school too. So um, I guess you would have to do that so you won't have to like wonder later. Um, so that's really good. Okay, so now for the cons. So what are some of the bad things that come with <laughs> applying to so many schools? Oh, yes, the con stress it, it is very stressful you only have like two weeks of winter break to work on your application before regular decision and it's just a lot of supplements to write and it's however like that stress it's definitely manageable if you have a a good system to deal with it uh, also another cons it's um, the concern about quality over quantity it kind of like connects with the stress but 
I do know that like when I was applying, as I was like writing supplements, like I was like creating supplements like a machine. It was like two, three supplements a day. I felt like a machine and it really kind of worried me a little bit because I was going through this so fast that I don't know, a part of me was just really wondering whether or not these are my best work. Um, so yeah, this is, this is some of the cons that you do want to think about when applying to so many schools, the stress, um, and you like you want to make sure that the supplements that you are producing for these colleges have to be good. Otherwise, it doesn't matter or not if you're applying to these schools, because if none of those supplements are good, then your chances aren't going to be that good. Um, also, I this is kind of like a weird cons, but it's a lot of schools to apply to. And if you get into like a lot of them, then making a decision is also a little bit uh, stressful. Uh, I know I was really agonizing uh, in making my decisions because I love all of the schools I apply to. Oh, well, I don't love all of them, but there's definitely like a very large number of them that I honestly can't imagine myself going to. I guess this is kind of like a humble brag cons, but you get into a lot of them. The decision might be a little bit more stressful, but in the end, I feel like the ability to choose and to have all your options presented on the table for you and choose what's best for you is better than like, you know, the feeling of agonizing, like, oh, there are so many schools that I can only go to one. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you for sharing, M. And um, yeah, I also just want to like emphasize everything and add in to say that um, you should never really sacrifice your mental health or like schoolwork. And senior year is also like a great year for you to have fun, finishing off really great. So don't sacrifice all of that for the sake of applying to lots of colleges. And I do know that it's just really depend on like who you are and how you best work. If applying to many colleges is not the way that you want to, of course, don't follow it. Uh, just do what's best for you. But I do know if you feel like you want to do it and have the power to do it and definitely try. And then you can always cut back or like if you've realized oh, this is too much, you can always cut back on the amount of school you're applying to. Um, but definitely don't push yourself too hard. It's good to push yourself but not too hard to the point where you sacrifice everything and like Tung said last time like quantity is not what you want uh you want quality so quality over quantities uh, you don't want to just send in like very bad application for all school and then don't get into any school other than you can focus more on the one that you really love and then still apply to other school um, to really uh, improve your chance of getting in and also to be happy for your senior year because uh, definitely you're going to miss high school uh, I would say that I'm kind of low-key sometimes I miss high school too uh, but I'm really glad that I were able to have fun during high school um, so yeah don't make the mistake of like not enjoying high school Okay, uh, let's see. So now, like, just looking back, now that you're already in college, starting freshman year at uh, Harvard, looking back, uh, in retrospect, um, are there anything that you regret uh, about the decision that you make or anything that you are glad that you did? Honestly, I don't, I do not regret applying to 37 schools. Yeah, I made my decision. I'm going to stand by it. To me, at the time, it was a very good decision. It it just worked with me because I had so many fear when it comes to college. And so I just really want to shoot my shot. Yeah, I, I was lucky too, because I managed to strike a balance between like still have fun for the break, but like also still like work on like my plans. 
I guess if I have to say that I have a regret is that um, I didn't do a lot of research like the initial stage and so there are some schools that when I was applying to them and writing supplements there are some schools that makes me wonder huh do I really want to go there but since I already started the application I'm just like okay I mean I just apply and then uh, like maybe during the interview or if I have free time I can look it up yeah I mean that was a regret but also it's such a minor one because I ended up like falling in love or like falling in like with so many of them so yeah I think it's also just nice to like learn about the school like have the experience of like you did the research you write supplement for them so like have that knowledge inside I think it's really cool to know like what other school are like beside the one that you're going to and uh, let's say uh, and also I think it's also helpful because now you are like a mentor to so many other mentees so it's just like all coming circle around again where you now mentoring other students so that also provide you with lots of great knowledge wisdoms that you can like pass on whenever you like um, give advice or suggestion for any other of your mentee or applying to the school that you did apply to so that could be a good thing too so it's really nice in retrospect for me I actually have some regret that I didn't apply to enough school i feel like 23 now is so little um i for the ivy i didn't apply to dartmouth cornell dupan uh, and so now retrospect, i feel like i should have just turned in some application because i'm now right wondering what if they accept me what if they not um so yeah there's those again uh which i feel like i should i think i would be able to apply to some more um, but i don't think 37 i don't think i can beat that number still uh, so i just give first play to you um but yeah that's that that's my regret yeah, but overall, you would say that like you're really glad that you made that decision, right? Yes, definitely. Like I said, I really appreciate the options it provided me. Also, Anjung talked about this, but it was very nice to like just learn a lot about the schools. There are so many universities in America, and each of them have their own quirks and their own like values. So it's super nice to learn about them, and in learning about these schools and like kind of like getting a sense of what works with you and what don't. I also learn about myself. So I'm a prospective um, ethnicity, migration and rights secondary at Harvard. And I would say like during the application season when I was like researching school, that's when like my, my passion for human rights are solidified because all the schools that I know have a good human rights program or have like a very strong like activism community on campus that's the school that draws me into while the school that are more conservative or moderate like I, I still like them but definitely didn't have that spark yeah like you can definitely learn so much about yourself when researching schools and also not to toot my own horn but the some of the essays that I wrote during like Red Bull decision was some of my best work and I feel like I wouldn't be able to write those essays if I wasn't in the situation that I was when I had like a strict deadline and I was just like setting goals for myself to accomplish each day. It's like a combination of environmental effects and like my mindset at the time that really allowed me to create those essays that like I love so much. I'm very glad that I apply to 37 schools even though a lot of people said that it was a miracle that i'm still alive but it's a good decision 
<laughs> yeah, like you said, like definitely we learn lots of like great skill, like from writing essays, how to recycle essays, how to keep up with deadline, managing everything. Yeah, lots of great skill coming from like writing essays for colleges, definitely. Um, but yeah, I'm really impressed with you, Em. Like right now, I'm still impressed. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on. So now we are coming towards like the end of the episode today. Um, so we have talked a lot about like pros, cons, and sharing our experience already. So now we will like try to give some advice and tips for those of you right now are considering why well, this is actually sound like a good idea. I want to try out. I want to apply to, uh, and maybe somehow uh, be uh, tune on the number of the school and trying to get over 37. So. But if you did, uh, email us, let us know. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so now what kind of advice uh, would you give for any student who are planning to apply to a of school? Uh, yes, so I would say set goals and not to-do lists, which I know like they kind of sound like the exact same thing. But my point of view when it comes to like to-do lists is that it kind of becomes like a work that you have to accomplish each day. And it's so restrictive and it just makes the whole process a little bit more stressful. On the other hand, if you set goals, for example, uh, one of the goals that I did was like, oh, complete the Harvard supplements uh, this weekend. I, it allows myself a little bit more time to like plan out my day. And also when you say you achieving a goal, it sounds more better. And it sounds like you accomplished something greater than like, oh, I cross off this item from my to-do list. And so like, it is silly and it's very small. It's very trivial, but those sort of like positive mindset can really help you, especially since you're gonna be so stressed out during this time. Uh, my second tips, recycle your essays. Recycle, recycle, recycle. Especially you want each essay's quality to be good. And so if, if the essay's quality is good already, why not use them for another school? If you're writing a supplements and you're stuck, move on. Like you can move on to the next goal or the next goal that you have on your list and you can come back later. Because if you're stuck already, your mind is already unable to like really process or like really think of new ideas for that school or that or like that specific essay prompt. So if you keep like trying to force yourself in to be able to like do that, it just like wastes a lot of time and it causes you a lot of stress. Instead, like take a deep breath and then work on something else. Like maybe take a little break in between. Uh, it allows yourself like time to think and like new essay prompt, new school, new perspective. And who knows, like maybe while you were writing essay for that school, you think of ideas for the school that you were stuck on. And uh, utilize your free time. If you're applying regular decision over winter break, utilize the winter break. If you are applying early decision, utilize the weekend. And uh, I know it's like my schools had a lot of like mental health day for students to take. And so sometimes I would just like take a day off and like work on college app where I don't so that like I don't have to worry about schoolwork on top of it. You don't have to tell your school that you're taking a, a day off to work on college app to say that you need a day off for your mental health or you can just tell them that you're visiting a college. I mean, they're not going to check. Uh, also, some housekeeping item for mental health. Don't push yourself too hard. I said that choosing a college was like the biggest decision that my 18-year-old self had to make. 
yes, it is very important, but it's not worth it if you're going to stress out too hard that you ended up hating the entire process. Uh, give yourself some joy. Uh, one thing that I did during my process when I stress out, um, either I would like start going online and um, watching college vlogs. Uh, Kristen Lee or like Smiley Essie, Esther Jean, shout out to her. She's the nicest human being ever. I love her so much. And yeah, let's yes. go Esther. Yes, I hope Esther see this so that she knows how much we stand her. But yeah, like watch videos or vlogs or like remind yourself why you're doing this. Not just so that you could get into college, but because you are trying to give yourself a better future and you're trying to get that amazing college experience. Yeah, like that sort of things, like rewarding yourself with that, it will make you feel better and it make the entire process not as stressful or like bleak anymore. Like when I was doing all these supplements, uh, I told myself that after every school I finish, I'm gonna take like a break, either like for the rest of the day or like maybe a one or two hours break so that I can do things that I enjoy more than writing essays. And for me, that was like reading or dancing or going out for ice cream. St. Louis have very good ice cream. And like, even though it is December and it's so cold, you should definitely eat St. Louis ice cream. Yeah, I love ice cream. Actually, it, uh, like I didn't really like got used to eating ice cream back home. But when I got to college, I don't know why during the winter, I always go get ice cream. Um, Yeah, JP Lakes or uh, Ben and Jerry in uh, Harvard Square. But I need to try St. Louis uh, ice cream someday. Yes, if you ever visit me in St. Louis. Yes, I'm hit me up with ice cream. Also, uh, keep organized. Shout out to Anjung for letting me see his college spreadsheet. It helped me a lot because I organized all 37 schools that I applied to on a, on a Google Sheet document. I have like due date, interview, uh, essay, supplements, all of that. Also, keep a calendar. Write down all the interview dates or all the deadlines that you have on either a calendar or a planner. Because if you're applying to a lot of schools, you want to be on top of it. Um, I say stick with a routine if you can. Sample if you set a goal to like write your supplements within the two weeks of winter break and you find that you work better in the afternoon, then try to make sure that when the afternoon comes and like it's the time for you to work best on your essay, then you actually like get down to work on your essays and not like doing something else and like change it up because a routine is like so helpful because you in a way you're training your brain into like a schedule that will be beneficial to you. Also stay away from all-nighters. They're not worth it. They're not helpful, especially if you're so tired already that you can't think, then I promise you all the essays that you're writing at 1 a.m. while you're being half asleep, you're not gonna wanna turn them into college. Yeah, definitely. Very good advice. So many great advice. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, I was second all of that. I cannot say any better. Um, but um, thank you so much. Em. And I think that is it for our episode today. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening and sticking around with us for the entire 10 college talk series episode plus the other uh, six episodes for College Chat Inside will be coming out for this package for season one. And then you had already listened 
so far to this point of the episode already, we would like to uh, review to you uh, some special announcement uh, that coming soon to the Color Talk series is that Kuhn will actually be around with us even more in the future. You will get to see her more and hear her more uh, in the future and get more advice, insight into um, her knowledge about college and also uh, a lot of great stuff that you've been hearing so far. So Tung will be our co-host for the Color Talk series podcast, joining me as co-host. Um, so yeah, we're really excited to continue working uh, with Tung and then getting more episodes and more great contents uh, coming out soon for season two. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you, M. Tung, for joining us today. Uh, it was really great to get you on here thank with you, us. Thank you, Anne. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Call It Talk Series where you can get updates on the newest episode and future content so you would never miss a show. If you found some of the content of the podcast useful, we would appreciate a rating on iTunes or you can just simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out a lot in reaching a greater audience and supporting more students. We encourage you to send us any questions, suggestions that you have for the show via our social media or via email at callatalkseries at gmail.com. Finally, thank you for listening. Don't forget to stay awesome and see you in our next episode.